Yeah, no, and I mean, I can tell you, I, I have had, since I started touting and giving some advice for free, Yeah. not where I'm investing in the cards and hoping to make the card go up by holding it up. <laughs> but, like, I give advice on Twitter for free to everyone, and I do it at the same exact time that I'm going to start buying. So I say, guys, in the next 10 minutes, I'm going to buy every single Ryan Sandberg PSA 10 under 700 or whatever it is. Yeah. I wait 10 minutes, and then I buy everyone under 700. And I give people a chance to buy along with me. That was one of my co-hosts on the Hobby Hotline, Mr. Brian Gray. <laughs> well, he may be brash sometimes. He does make a point. Uh, never pay for any hobby advice. Never, never, never. I want to thank a tribe member that left me a message on Anchor, Josh. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, and he wasn't the only one. Jeff, Jason, Herman. Mark, Matt, Mike, John, Matthew, Luke, Bo. Just was having a hard time. Wanted to say that I appreciated all of you. I've heard where the people have said that the hobby bubble was bursting or slowing down or deflating or decreasing or shrinking. Let's listen to uh, Brian Gray again. Ever since that, I've had hedgies, hedge fund guys. I've had athletes, even including some we work with, who've come to me and asked for my help putting their money to work. Now, I'm not an investment advisor formally, so I only tell them what I believe is a good investment. But I'm telling you, these guys are running $50 billion hedge funds, and these guys are athletes that have made or make $5, 10 $15 million a year. These guys aren't playing around. And I'm telling yeah. you now, the amount of money that was in the hobby five years ago, it would take 10 guys coming in the market, hedgy, hedgies or hedge fund guys, 10 guys yeah. could double the investment size of the market in a snap by just putting their money in play. And so I think anyone who is short-sighted on this is short-sighted. Yeah. You've got to have a much bigger vision. And if you don't, that's okay, because guess what? If every single person believe what I believe that this market is still in the early stages of its incline, yeah. if we if everyone thought it was going straight up, it would not go straight up. Right. You have to have naysayers and disbelievers in order for any market to continue a parabolic rise like this. So you have everyone in the hobby now doing the hobby their way, and you have 2020. I don't think it's a market slow down. I don't think it's a market slowing down. And then you have all these people that are about to jump in. I believe it's an adjustment. Yes, hockey and basketball just finished. And basketball has ruled the hobby. The baseball playoffs are in play, sure, but the Yankees aren't in it. And MLB just shoved Yankee marketing down everyone's throat until they choked. Don't blame MLB. 
they didn't know that the Yankees were the ones that were going to choke. So you have the MLB, MLB playoffs, which luckily the Braves are in it. Thank you, TBS, for creating a fan base, and thank you, Freddie Freeman, for continuing to make them uh, exciting. You have college and NFL ba- uh, football going on right now. We got basketball and baseball cards shoved at us for months at a time. Three, eight, ten, twelve different products at a time. Are we allowed to take a breather? I mean, at least our butts don't hurt from an anal probe. Sorry, John, had to do it. I just absolutely had to do it. But think about this. The hobby only slows down if you let it. If you don't like the hobby slowing down or if you don't like something that's going on, change. Even if it's a little small thing, something like pricing. Are your prices too high? Are your prices too low? Is there not a value perceived there? What are you buying? Who are you listening to? Who are you talking to? What are you, what are you keeping? Do you need to flip something? Do you need to... Do you need to change? Is it time to get out? Is it time for a break? My point is that things change. Roll with it or you're going to be absolutely miserable. I mean, think about it. John Newman in episode 33 of Hobby Quick Kits, quote, things change. There's no guarantee. And what's working now that may not work in later down the line. I shared a few episodes back about my hiccup in sales. What did I do about it? I changed. I didn't stay stagnant. If you notice, the podcast has changed a little bit. It'll change to more, some more. It will continue to change. And Dave Gamble, thank you, Dave, uh, pointed me to uh, Todd Durkin's Impact Show. And I was listening to that on Saturday. Take action. Quote, you choose your own chapter in your book. Quote, what does the next chapter look like? You determine your own story. You determine your hobby. You do you, boo. You do you. And I bet you you feel a lot more different. It just takes a small thing to change. And now for my surprise. So my absolute favorite hobby shop, Mason's here in Frisco, is reopening. And oh, Tribe, I am excited and so happy. So what did I do about it? I actually called Joseph up, or Joe, and asked if I could have him on the podcast to do an interview to talk about his shop his story, and his, just his shop opening back up. So that's the surprise, Tribe. My very first interview. And I'm so excited to share this with you. We had a great time. We had a great conversation. And I just wanted to share this with you. I was not originally going to have interviews in my podcast. But this opportunity came, and I took it. Opportunity knocked at the door, and I answered. 
So I really appreciate you taking some time out. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of your shop, and I've been heartbroken that y'all haven't been open, just number one, because of y'all, and number two, uh, I just I just love going there. I don't know why. It's just it's always friendly whenever I walk in, always have a good time. Variety that y'all have is, it just appeals to me. So um, the fact that I heard that y'all were opening, the first thing I thought was, ooh, yes, that's awesome. Uh, and then the ability to be able to go in. So um, I appreciate you taking some time. I, I wanted to, to highlight your shop because uh, it, I think it deserves a little bit more uh, press in the hobby than, than everybody else's. They're a little bit more established, but uh, uh, I think you're the best, just my personal opinion. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, we try to have a lot of uh, variety in the shop. I've always, I guess, my goal, one of the goals I've always been, is not to have something not in the shop. Even if we um, will make maybe like um, sometimes I can lose money on a product just to have it in the shop. Just it's just to me, it's better to have somebody walk in and find what they're looking for than walk in and walk out without finding what they're looking for because they may not come back. Yeah. So do you do you col- how do you start collecting or do you collect? Um, I started collecting as a kid, um, kind of like all of us in this kind of era. That's about our age. We all collected as a kid. Um, I was big into sports. Um, first website I ever went to was NBA.com as a kid, oh, back in like dial-up days and stuff like that. Um, but I just, I loved Penny. It's kind of, actually, I guess I started before Penny, um, Triple J's, you know, Jason Kidd, Jamal Mashburn, mm-hmm. um, Jimmy Jackson and the Mavericks. I mean, they were terrible, but I loved them as a kid. I thought, you know, Jason Kidd was the best thing in the world. Same with Jamal Jackson and, and uh, Jimmy. Even though, you know, later in life, as we get older, we see how bad that team was. Uh, but as kids, we're big fans. And so, I mean, I guess that was what all of us did back then. My mom would take me to the laundromat. And back, you know, in the 90s, there was just a card shop everywhere. And yeah. so there was a little card shop next to the laundromat. And I would go buy a couple packs. I've never, I don't think I ever purchased a box and when I was a kid, so for people to buy, you know, that's the main thing people buy now, but it's it's changed a lot with the, you know, the box guarantees and things like that. Um, so I just, I started collecting as a kid, um, kind of, I guess my bigger, I guess is, you could say a PC back then, we didn't really call it a PC, um, yeah. was just Anthony, Anthony Hardaway, Penny Hardaway was my favorite, um, I guess I was a, a, I wouldn't call myself a sneakerhead, but I had all of his shoes before, you know, shoes were really a big thing. Um, had all of his cards, you know, every from every set. Um, my favorite was probably the Atomic car. I just I loved that card, and I just so I collected then, and then kind of like most of us, the hobby died out, and a it just got older. Girls, money, um, became conflicts, um, and so when you only have so much, um, you know, you tend to move away from the cards as you get older, and then obviously yeah. the hobby kind of just everything died out as well. Like a lot of the places just folded up and so um who knows what happened to my collection i think my parent my mom probably threw it away same as most of us um mm-hmm. not that i mean now i guess some of those probably would have had a couple of shacks and obviously a lot of penny rookies in there but you know so at the time i guess when she threw them away they probably weren't worth anything but nowadays with everything blowing up that probably would have been a a pretty nice collection to have especially with penny i didn't I try to I've tried to kind of relive that nostalgia and, and collect Penny, but he is—he is definitely one of the more expensive people to collect. Even right now, there is a a large group that collect him. 
Um, so I guess I kind of abandoned that really quick when I started to see um, just the demand for some of his cards that I had as a kid and stuff. And I just – so now I kind of let my son have his uh, his PC of Beltre, and then I collect Dirk, but I, it's more of Dirk memorabilia, not necessarily cards. So what was your favorite Penny Hardaway card? Do you remember? That atomic card um, with him shooting, and it had the uh, basketball looking like an, uh, the atomic atom. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was probably my favorite card. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I probably had twenty of those cards. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, his cards are. I mean, I I was shocked when I looked up when I was even. This was even before the hobby blew up. You know, this was like a year or two ago, um, maybe even three or four years ago when I looked up buying some. There's just a large amount of penny collectors. Rightfully so. I mean, he was. You know, he didn't have his knee injury. He. You know, who knows where he could go with. I said that with a lot of people, Grant Hill, Tracy McGrady, um, Brandon Roy, you know, so there's just a lot of players, unfortunately, Derek Rose, you know, who's, you know, if they didn't have injuries, who knows, right? And it's funny how LeBron was saying that last night after the championship, the best uh, thing you can do for your teammates is availability. And it's true. If you can play in and out, it's it's definitely a a game changer, but I don't necessarily know if that's, I guess some people yeah, as long as I'm assuming all those athletes at that level try to eat healthy, try to work out correctly. So sometimes things just work out. Sometimes they don't. I mean, look at Dak yesterday. Um, you know, I'm, he doesn't strike me as one who's unhealthy or anything, does all of his work and just got unlucky. And his career may never be the same as being a you know mobile quarterback. And so it's yeah. part of that is luck for an athlete's career. If they cannot get injured, I don't think it's, it's, I don't think it's on them necessarily. It's just it is what it is, which sucks because yeah, it, it, as fans, it ruins our um, it ruin. I guess it ruins our ability to watch their careers and and see how they could really be at the maximum potential. Because you know Shaq and Penny, Shaq never left. Who knows? I still I still to this day say Nick Anderson changed the entire NBA for for forever by missing those free throws in the finals. Man, you're bringing back some massive massive memories. We were just talking in the in the here up at the office about you know Shaq and, and LeBron and, and just would LeBron you know how would LeBron fare with against against Shaq and how how that in, inside outside game would would be that just and then to bring back I mean my, I was a big Grandma Ma fan uh, you, had, you like Penny Hardaway I was a big Grandma Ma and, and Oakley fan so and then of course the three J's when the three J's came in just thought that they were the bee's knees. So I, I I completely understand where you're coming from in the basketball. I think I fell out. Cuban decided he wanted to to retool the team. I was that 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 was the last straw for me. I think it was out. <laughs> I think it was out. What made you start breaking? And it was all. I guess at the time it was kind of more of a way for me to 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 collect the Rangers because um, a lot of times if nobody wanted the Rangers we would just take them. And so it was, it was a nice way to open up a full case and get Rangers out of it for my son. And it just, there you go. just blew up from there. I mean, I, I was, wasn't expecting it to be a career or anything, um, especially because like then, people, which people don't understand, we were making, you know, and it, I didn't even start that long ago. Um, but, I mean, the profit was only $200, $300 for a whole case. Um, yeah. And, I would, you know, and that was, you know, that was before you ship stuff and before fees and stuff. So after shipping and fees, you may have only made $150. $50. And now, I mean, I mean, there wouldn't be the breakers that 
all the millions of breakers out there now if that was still the profit margin. Very People true. just don't under don't understand where it started. Because um, I mean, we were when we started, we were able to literally call up and just buy anything. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't nowadays to where everything's out of stock. I want to say we bought triple threads and other stuff that was sitting on the shelf at the distributor, which I mean yeah. now it's triple threads just came out and I mean it's you couldn't buy it. Yeah, just kind of just tried it and and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then the hobby blew up obviously. Yeah. So what made you make that transition from from a breaker to to brick and mortar? Because that's 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 one of my biggest curiosities, especially. You know, it, it, I saw how successful you were with with uh, with your breaking, and then to to see you flip over. I mean, that congratulations to you because that takes gusto. I'm a I'm a big fan of small business. I'm a big fan of small businessmen. Will support my dad's a small businessman, so I support small business in any way that I can help. So, what made you like make that transition over? Um, just the lack of uh, options up in our area. Um being you know frisco is a very affluent area and there's not there's nicks you know down in uh richardson that's been there for a mm-hmm. long time triple cards down there in east plano it's been there for a long time but both of those are, are relatively far from this area and so i just saw a need that i thought you know would be good and i just i thought nostalgia would would bounce back as you see with other nostalgia areas right it started with the cars from the 50s and and 60s muscle cars everybody wants to relive their youth um you saw it with arcades pinballs um and so i just thought maybe you know the cycle will come around it'll reboot and it'll get bigger now did i ever think it would get this big no um but that was it was just more no options up here and so let's try something and i've i've always you know wanted to i i've always understood you'll you'll never make a living that I don't want to say we did it to be like millionaires or anything, but you just you'll never you'll always make more working for yourself and be a little more happy working for yourself than others. Um, yeah. And I'm being at TI, you know, there is a lot of corporate politics and a lot of procedures and and policies in place. And it's funny now that I I, I see kind of why some policies were in place now that I'm an owner <laughs> of a business. Um, it makes things a little bit more easy and standardized. Um, but it was just main thing was just availability. Was there was just nothing up here, and so we thought that there was an opportunity. So where where do you get the name Masons? Where does Mason Masons come from? Um, it's Cassidy's uh, maiden name, and so she, her family oh, cool. already has um, businesses in the DFW area that were named Masons. Um, and so we just kind of played off of that. Um, and I just, it's easier, right? And I don't necessarily want every Joseph's just didn't sound right to me. Um, and so it just, it was a combination of, it was an easy, you know, one syllable word kind of, um, I guess not one syllable, but, um, it's just easier word to say, in my opinion, than Joseph. And just the fact that her businesses or her family already had businesses with that name. So we just kind of played off of that. That's cool. That's really cool. I was always curious where that name came from because it just didn't seem. But now that you say, I'm like, okay, that fits. <laughs> so I yeah. saw on Facebook where somebody pulled the Super Fractor Acuna Stadium Club. Can you can you tell me a little bit about that? And that I just you don't see them pulled when it's pulled in the area. You just 
It kind of great. How cool was that to have that happen at, at, at the shop? Or what did it happen at the shop? Um, I'm trying to remember. So many uh, people pull so much stuff. I mean, we haven't been open since March. So definitely, if it was the recent uh, Juan Soto, it definitely wasn't in the shop. It may have, I'm trying to remember. Uh, no, I may have misspoken. It was the Acuna. Ronald Acuna Jr. Pole Super Factor. It happened uh, in mid-September. Yeah, I want to say that was one of the customers that just purchased a box and he they get it. So I mean, I, I don't really have a whole lot of information on it other than they sent me the picture. I try to repost, uh, you know, good hits that come out of the shop because I, I do think the integrity of the boxes is the most important thing for the customers. Um, just because it's the the the. The prices, I mean, they've gone up a lot, obviously, but even before the prices were high, we still wanted to make sure any box that you buy, you have the potential to hit what the potential is there to hit, right? Yeah. So we've always we've always wanted people to know that big hits are coming out of the shop. So we always try to repost them. And it's, it's, it's stunk that we haven't had, um, we haven't been open since March to have a lot of those photos. And so I'm grateful for those who have opened up products from us that have sent us pictures because... You know, I know there's a lot of stuff that we haven't seen that's probably been opened out of our boxes as well. Tell me about reopening. You said you did a soft opening. And, uh, why did you decide to reopen now? And, and um, Well, partly, I mean, it's just have a retail space and not be open was just kind of it made less and less less sense to pay rent and not be open. Um, but the holiday season, right, is just um, things are getting less and less in terms of severity of the virus i guess they've learned a lot on how to treat it um i mean more or less i guess i can say i'm like a hypochondriac i really i don't want to get sick i don't like to get sick um if i do get sick i definitely don't like to go i don't like to go to the doctor so it wasn't something that i was really too keen on putting my family at risk with um but Mm -hmm. now that you we've we've learned a lot as a as a society about the virus and how it's transmitted and different things and how to how to cure it a lot easier, not necessarily cure it, but to cure the symptoms maybe. And so that and there's just the pressing need of the holiday season and, and the common sense of we're paying rent, which I think that we probably pay the most rent and honestly probably any shop in America, um, just being where we are. Um, yeah. right, we're in billion dollar mile, we're half half a mile from the Dallas Cowboys headquarters training facility. So it just it made zero sense, and that that in on a Saturday I would have ten to fifteen cars drive up and leave because we were closed. But not everybody was open to curbside pickup um, and stuff like that. So that was partly it was just a combination of factors that it was just like we can't keep paying rent and not not be open. And the and the hobby is the hobby's blown up since since COVID happened and since March oh, yeah. closed. And so there's. There's been a lot of people who have never been in the shop, even though we've been open. You know, we were open 18 months before the the pandemic happened, um, and so there's there was a lot of people who had not been in the shop yet. And on we opened did a soft opening on Saturday. We didn't really announce it because we just wanted to to play around and see if we needed to move anything and just kind of see how it went. And we had a lot of new people come in the shop that had never been in the shop before, so That's that awesome. was good. And yeah, and so. We're officially going to open again on on the fifteenth. So hopefully, once that we announce it, hopefully we'll have a, a nice steady flow of traffic again. 
um, and start to see a lot of those hits being pulled in the shop because that was that was always exciting to see people uh, scream, yell, high five and stuff. Maybe we can't do all the high fiving anymore, but it was always <clears throat> really cool to see people, you know, cover their mouth up in shock and amaze when they would pull a card. Um, and so hopefully that'll that'll start to happen a lot more. Yeah, I don't know if you'll get to see the jaw drop with everybody's mask in place, but still, you, you'll get to see at least the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, we, yeah, we do have masks required, and so thankfully we haven't had any. I know there's been some people who are, who are fighting that, and thankfully people have been mindful so far. Granted, it's only been two days, but yeah, we will have the masks required and stuff, which I'm, a, I'm, I'm probably more annoyed by than the customers because I have to wear it all day, but it is what it is. So you got you've got your own local tribe. What what are you breaking in the in the next? Are you breaking anything special for the for the opening this weekend or? Um, no, we're slowly gonna kind of think about how we want to do breaks in the shop. We were breaking in the shop, but then you know once COVID happened, we stopped breaking in the shop. Um, so we're we're probably gonna do some little box breaks and things like that in the future. But right now we have absolute. Um, football going to go up. We have triple threads up right now, and then we'll probably do another NT, um, NT collegiate football because college football, we're in Texas, college football is huge, um, mm-hmm. especially when the product has a lot of OU people in it. Uh, we have a lot of local guys trying to get those OU teams. Um, so we'll probably do some more of that. Um, but we still break under our CJP card breaks room. Just because we started that room several years ago, we recently did um, kind of like a member purge to try to get all of the inactives out of there and kind of restart fresh with a lot of locals. Because it's it used to be obviously breaking with a lot of um, people around the nation, but now that we've opened the shop, we've probably majority of our breaks. I think the last couple of breaks, I didn't even ship anything. Everybody comes and pick them up at the shop. Um, so a lot of the breaks are becoming local guys, which is also a fun kind of community thing because it'll be people who've seen each other at the shop and then at nights they'll be in the same breaks together. So you kind of, you know, people build friendships and stuff like that. And it's, I guess it's, it's easier to bear when somebody, you know, gets that big hit out of the case and it wasn't you, but it was somebody you've seen at the shop and you've, you know, you've, yeah. you know, you've, um, you know, chewed the fat a little bit with and. So it's, I guess it's, it has a little more personal feel now that it's a lot of local people and stuff. And I can, I like to comment, you know, different, you know, I know people's kids likes and stuff like that. And so I know some people buy teams for their kids. And so I'll try to comment on that in the videos and stuff like, oh, you know, Ryan's going to like that or something. And it's someone's son and like, oh, yeah. And so that, that's, that's cool that there's a little, to me, there's a little more personal aspect to it now that it's a lot of local people in the breaks. Um, but yeah, we still break under CJP card breaks. CJP stands for Cassidy Joseph Preston. A lot of people have asked us that. Um, That's awesome. I didn't so, even know that. So I was that was one of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully um, we'll get the shop in better shape and always have new fresh product. We are working on um, trying to do, I guess, additional little fun packs that people like. Um, I guess re, I guess repacks is the best way to call them. I know everybody mm-hmm. likes to have the repacks. Um, so we're working on getting a couple a different one of those different price points. We want to try to do a high roller one that people can hit, you know, Mahomes silvers out of and stuff like that. So tell everybody how how they can find you, how they can see, how they can how they can do breaks, how they can follow you, how they how they can like you. Um, everything in terms of like our Instagram and social media now. We did used to be under CJP Card Breaks, but now everything's under um, Mason's Cards and Collectibles on Instagram. It's Mason's Cards Frisco. Twitter, it's Cards Mason's. 
Um, and then our Facebook page, Mason Cards and Frisco, or Mason's and Collectibles, sorry, Mason's Cards and Collectibles is on Facebook. I'll let you go. I, I really appreciate your time. And I, I'm really happy that you, you're building your own tribe. I mean, I'm all about building the tribe and building community and and uh, trying to, to help each other out in the hobby. So I really appreciate it. And, uh, thanks for your uh, yeah. Thanks for your time. I, I greatly appreciate it. And I, I will be in this weekend, trust me. So I'm going to drop uh, Joe's shop, Mason's Info, in the show notes. But before I let you go, I have a, another small change. I promised Kim that I would only do three shows in November and two in December. For me, tribe, it goes God, family, friends, tribe, (laughs) and then work. So over the holidays, I'm going to slow things down a little. Also, I've been hammering on BGS for a card that I've had there since June. Tribe, I sent an email Monday to ask about the card. Tuesday, I got an email back apologizing and letting me know that the card will be shipped to me by Friday. So hopefully by next Thursday, I'll have that card with me and I'll have a success story. So just wanted to leave you an update. I've been hammering BGS pretty good and I also wanted to tout some good. So I'm pretty pleased with that. One more nugget before I let you go, because we're going a little bit over. I'll be ramping up the content soon. So you're going to get blogs, newsletters. I'm going to try to start up a sports website with uh, sports writers. Going to do some interviews. Going to have sponsors, prizes, giveaways. Going to do some charity events and some charity work. So there'll be some interviews around that. I'm going to do some swag, give away some swag, and a whole, whole lot more. 2021 is going to be fun. Hey, Tribe, thanks for listening. It really, really means a lot. Thanks a lot for listening. Stay classy, and God bless. (laughs) 